It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good morning, good noon, good afternoon, good evening. Let's get them all in. Happy Monday, everybody. And what's up? I appreciate you guys. It was a good weekend and uh, meeting a lot of folks. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Appreciate you guys. Met a lot of folks at the uh, basketball game yesterday morning. A lot of you, quite a few of you on Saturday going to the game, coming from the game after the game. Greatly appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. You were spectacular. You folks that hung out with us at Tanner's uh, Saturday night in the post game, you know, bravo. Bravo. Great show. Great numbers. The crowd, you guys brought juice. Uh, it was it was cool to sit back and, and kind of go through it together. And it was necessary because it wasn't easy. It was not easy. <laughs> But appreciate it. Uh, you guys know the deal. You know the rules. If you want to engage, please hit me with a what's up, DP, on the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. You can call in the Honda Lincoln hotline. Same number. You can jump on the Sarder Heyman video stream. Check it out. Check it out. You might want to do that at 3.30, just, just FYI. Um, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. YouTube, there's a chat. You can go in. We'll follow. We'll respond. You should have already hit the bell. You should have liked. You should subscribe. That way, it comes straight to your phone when it's time, and it's all good. It's all good. Let's bring in. This guy had a busy weekend. He had a busy weekend. They had recruits in town. He's doing. He had to do some back. You know, play by play. He's getting his work in. You know, meeting families, high fiving. You know, chest bumping. But I think he should be in a good mood today. I'm going to go out on a limb. Let's bring in Nebraska basketball's director of player development, Buzzy Carruthers. Coach, what's up? What up, DP? Oh, man. Oh, man. It's um, it's good to, to, to see you and your crew stretch your legs a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right to let it to, to to just let the thing that you you've been in the lab right and you know folks don't get to see the the recipes that get screwed up and they don't get to see uh all the different versions of this thing but that's a pretty good display that you guys put on yesterday talk about it first things first what's the what's the first impression the greatest thing that you saw yesterday you know i've been asked that a couple times and i personally feel like uh, defensively, we played really well. Um, we didn't play a full 40 minutes of defense, um, which, you know, we'll, we'll take the 30 to 35 minutes that we did play um, and build off of that. But um, that's one thing that I was really looking for going into the game was how would we defend? Um, because obviously, I mean, you know, you guys got up for this game a little more than they did you know, Peru State, obviously, for, for you know, a number of reasons, but the main being, you know, Peru State's in AI. So, you know, guys don't don't always, you know, get up for those games like that. But, you know, to have another Power Five in the building, um, 
and to you know just get a, a really really good look um, at your at what you have uh, going against another another power five team like Colorado, who you know had some returners, had had some uh, newcomers as well. Um, I think it gave us a boost of confidence um, the way we performed. So. I was happy on all fronts, uh, but particularly the defensive end. Um, I, I was very satisfied with how we played defensively. Buzzy, this this was interesting because it's an early morning game, Sunday morning, no less. Um, the crowd, I was interested because they rather enjoyed you. <laughs> like to oh, did they? <laughs> right, like to just to, to see they, right. This is like, they, did you notice yeah, that? No, I mean. You know, it was so fun. Like both games, it was just, it was so fun to hear the crowd and then to hear them respond to like Casey's deep three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it gave you a little bit of chills. It, it made you smile for sure. When, when you, when you plot this thing out, right, that the coaches will have kind of their own private, boxes to be checked right things that we have to do to be good to be great and to be elite let's start with the with the with the elite list because that's the hardest corner to get into right where you're dealing with perfection or at least the ideal of your team what are going to be the toughest things and most fans would simply say well it's you know it's, it's keeping folks off off the offensive board would you agree with that Certainly. I mean, that's an emphasis that we've had from day one uh, here, uh, just, you know, rebounding better. I think now we actually have the size to rebound in the front court. And then also, too, we have uh, guys that are, well, guards that are are good rebounders, like a Trey, like a Alonzo, uh, like Bryce. Um, I think those guys are going to help out even more just because they have good noses for the ball. Um, and so all we really need to do is, you know, just check our men, tag our men, just be fundamental when it comes to the defensive end. Um, it's something that we work on every day. Coach Hoiberg, uh, Coach Linzer, um, they, they're big on making sure we have some box-out drills in practice. Uh, so we continue to build that habit of, you know, finding a man, tagging a man, and making sure we go secure that defensive rebound. When you guys you guys use a lot of of overlapping defenses, right? They, that you've got you've got guys that are in defend early. They're high upside. Other than the backside, you know, the fifth player, everybody else is kind of hedging, right? You're kind of you want forced to make passes difficult, and sometimes that makes it difficult to match up, find a body, bang it, move it, all within the matter of of of, of a shot getting from from fingertip to 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 the rim. So how do you adjust that? How do you get wing players who are defending a full 19 feet, 20 feet, 21 feet to box out, especially to handle long rebounds? Well, the the biggest thing is communication, in my opinion. If we communicate on that defensive end, which was more so kind of where we broke down when we did have those breakdowns, um, and, and they were able to get offensive rebounds. If, if we communicate, you're in the right position. And so if you're in the right position, usually when that shot goes up, there's a man that you'll be able to see and tag and box out. I think the times where, you know, they got multiple offensive rebounds, uh, 
we didn't communicate on that defensive end, and that caused us to be out of position. And then when you're out of position, I mean, it's sort of like playing a zone. You know, it's hard to rebound out of a zone. So we have to do a better job communicating. And just if we communicate, we'll be in the right positions uh, when that ball goes up. What was is this rebounding size issue, effort issue? Can 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 effort outwork size? Uh, I, I don't think it's either. I think it's just we're so excited to get to the offensive end, DP. <laughs> I, 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 wanna, that's the next we question. Wanna, <laughs> we want to start that break so fast, you know, guys. You know, and and you know, guys are you know lucky they they do have a guy that down there like Derek. If you, I mean, Derek put on a great display of his power and his strength yesterday, uh, battling those guys, those bigs yesterday, and just showing, you know, that he is, you know, the big dog of dogs. And sometimes you get a little spoiled when you see Derek down there battling, um, and, and our guards kind of forget, you know, they, they leak out a little bit. But I think it's just a matter of continuing to, to pound, you know, habits and just continuing to, to produce them in practice. And I think eventually as, as we go on um, and, and as we get to Big Ten play, Hopefully that's something that we can we can nip in the bud and and we're really solid at it come come Big Ten play. All right, talking to, to uh, Husker basketball director of player development Buzzy Carruthers, and when you talk about getting in transition pretty quickly, is that a trade that you're going to make a wide open three for the risk of an offensive rebound? You said, is that is that a trade? Is that is that a trade? Is that a fair trade? Oh, that that because that, that leak out that run out is purposeful because you've got shooters that'll be in the box who have to get to the far wing in transition right. and be prepared for a shot. So, right. do you have to sacrifice one to get the other, or is that always the trade situation that you have to deal with? I don't think you have to sacrifice one to get the other. I think. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of mentality, honestly, uh, because you have to sprint either way, if, if on a make or on a miss. You have to sprint to those corners. Coach preaches, guys, sprint to the corner, sprint, sprint, sprint. And what we always want is just a quick kick up. And if we can, we want to get you know into our pistol action um, and, and go into a handoff, or if we can get a quick kick up. We want to get a transition three. I think uh, the big. I think the bigger issue is just consistently sprinting off of a made basket, off of a bad possession. You know, just having that mentality of when we go to offense, we have to sprint and not, you know, maybe have a bucket or a momentum bucket that the other team makes, and you know, we kind of slow our momentum. You know, coach is always about pushing the pace. Uh, we want to be one of the fastest teams in the nation, uh, and we want to be in the top ten. So I think it's just a matter of mentality, just building that habit. Um, defensively, just knowing that whether make or miss, you have to sprint to the offensive end. Yeah, and that stretch that's provided, especially with the with the pure shooters you have who are getting out front and get to those corners, that I've tried to say to people that Big Ten, if you've got a bunch of Frankensteins and you've got a – have big guys who have to run the full floor and then get from front of the rim out to a corner three and then back to the rim to rebound and do that over several possessions. That's a lot of work, man. The lungs are empty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
it's going to be very if, if we play how we're supposed to play. How, you know, if we play, obviously we want to play better than we did yesterday. But I felt like we shot the ball. How we're going to shoot the ball? I think we'll, we'll see. We should see nights like that every night. Um, I, I, I was just so hyped to see some of the lineups out there, and I was so hyped to see guys not turn down threes um, and just let it fly and have that ultimate confidence of, you know, just shooting the ball. And that's what Coach Hoiberg gives guys. You know, he lo- he wants guys to take the open shots uh, and continue to just play with flow um, and not necessarily have to think a whole bunch when they're on the offensive end. So I think a game like last – like, yeah, I say last night, but <laughs> yesterday morning, <laughs> a game like yesterday morning, um, I think – that's something that we should see on a consistent basis throughout the year. Here's an interesting thing. Your first group is the steadiest of the bunch, right? And and mm-hmm. guys that right place, right time, otherwise. But you have a dilemma because your second group is, group is just juicy, right? That right. when they hit the floor, <laughs> everybody in the spot now knows, oh, let me lean up a little bit because right. – Again, the fan favorites are as they develop, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. And there's nothing you can just literally nothing you can do about it. That that if 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 <laughs> Breidenbach and Tamanaga and Wilcher and and Keon hit the floor, whoever it is coming off your bench hits the floor, folks know that there are some specialists who are elite at what they do hitting the floor. How do you deal with that? Because there are going to be nights where that second group is is actually your one A for the evening. Right. I mean, I think it's just a matter of staying together, just having that togetherness. Uh, you know, next man up mentality. I know that's cliche, but the other thing I was really, really pleased with yesterday was our team's camaraderie uh, on the bench, um, cheering guys on. Um, you know, like like Alonzo had said, uh, you know, the past few weeks. You know, it's been tough because these guys have been beating up on each other. So in practice, you know, it, it's gotten chippy. Mm-hmm. But to see yesterday the guys all just cheering for each other and wanting, wanting the same result and not showing any type of bad body language because they might not play as much as they want to or might not have shot the ball uh, as many times as they want to or scored as much as they want to. Nobody cared yesterday who got the credit, and that's something that – we're going to have to continue to keep on doing um, just to stay together. So I think the togetherness uh, was a big takeaway from yesterday. And, you know, like you said, that, that second group, obviously, <laughs> K-State, Tabernaga, and Wilhelm, um, they are definitely fan, the fan favorites right now. And, you know, when, when they get on that floor, you know, the, you know, fans do probably, you know, get to their edge of their seat a little bit more because – you know, there's such exciting players to watch, and I think it's just going to be fun to watch Coach Hoiberg uh, play with these lineups. So, you know, in K-State, Tamananga, uh, Alonzo Verge, uh, Wilhelm Breitenbach, you know, Bryce and, and, and Trey McGowan, you get that lineup out there, Oof. you could have some, you could have some really, really – you could have a highlight every play. Yeah. You could have a, little, could have a highlight every play. And, th- and it's crazy that – those highlights could be kick out to three pointers, like, and nobody like be mad over, right? Right, <laughs> or, or just like a like a step back three from Wilhelm because Wilhelm yesterday, again, you know, 
feel is so important for basketball, and I think Kase and Wilhelm's feel is one of their best skills. And, you know, not only do those guys have feel, but them dudes have a swagger about themselves, DP. Like, <laughs> you know, Wilhelm, he'll, he'll chirp at you a little bit. Kase might not say much, but he'll just smile at you. You know what I mean? Look. He'll smile at you, throw that three down, you know what I mean? So, <sighs> those guys. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm really, I really am excited. And I was just so happy to see our guys' camaraderie yesterday. So, you know, I think togetherness is just going to be that big key when if, if that first group doesn't have it going, um, or or a couple guys in that first group don't have it going, that second group's going to be ready to to take, you know, take it or or do whatever is needed, um, and have that next next man up mentality. It was funny too that this group had it so going on that the 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 the, the moment that sticks the most in my mind is end of the half. You get a rebound and Keisha takes a, a he he lobs a shot from three quarter court, mm-hmm. and while it was in the air, literally everybody in the building went, eh, "That could go." <laughs> right, right. It was like, wait a minute, that 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 has okay. If you heard, if you heard me on the broadcast, I said he will make these. Yeah, like it was, but that was the thing, I've seen it. right? Like we, Buzzy, it was, it was like every, like all the people around me, we just kind of looked at each other, like, eh, that's, that's yeah, no, pretty I've good shot. It. I've seen it. I have seen it in practice. He, he will make those, and it's effortless too. Yep, Definitely. it's a natural stroke. It's a natural stroke. Yeah. Talking to Buzzy Carruthers, Huskers basketball. And I want to thank you for bringing me closer to the program, being able to see practice. And this is what I try to tell people. You can watch things in practice because those things inevitably will show up in games. And you guys run – your cut drills are exceptional, and you use them all the time, right? So you've got several people running at a time. You've got some people popping out for a three. You've got people who make that pass, the entry pass, and then they make a back cut. And we saw it several times yesterday. But Derek Walker and Casey, again, not really – it wasn't even communicated. Well, actually, it was Eduardo Andre. Eduardo came up to the high post, took took it, and Casey figured out that his defender didn't have his eyes on him. And he sprinted to the basket in a beautiful bounce pass. Right. This is the, this team is more athletic than previous teams. It also has a higher basketball IQ than previous teams. Is that is that not a fair statement? Well, I, I would definitely agree. Uh, this is the most athletic team we've had since we've been here, and uh, yeah, we we do. And and to play in Coach Hoiberg's system, uh, you have to have a, a a high IQ because you know it's a read and react system. Um, and I think I would I would also agree with that uh, as far as you know not only have our vets learned the system and have that feel, but the guys that just got here for them to actually you know feel like they've been here before and they were here last year and have that feel um, it's big time for for the squad and you know the more natural naturally they they're able to play with each other and bounce off of each other uh, I think the better it'll be for, for all of our guys. But as far as just being able to pick and plug uh, with lineups. So, yeah, I, I would definitely agree. Definitely more athletic. I mean, this is, this is probably the most athletic team we've had. Um, and, and you know what's funny? I, I feel like, 
you know, it, it, like the athleticism kind of just rubs off on everybody. Not it, Well, also, too, I, I give some credit to, to Kurt Joseph, our, our strength conditioning coach, um, because I see differences in some of these guys, you know, vertical and, and quick twitch stuff um, since he's been here. Uh, that's been really, really good for, for these guys' athleticism, too. So, give yeah, credit to him, but I, I would definitely agree. Most, most highest IQ team we've had so far and, and the most athletic. Buzzy, how do you guys look at the stat sheets after games? I mean, aside from wins being the first thing that pops off the board, but on a on a day when you take 60 shots and score 82 points, that I would say from an efficiency standpoint, being able to get Derek Walker 12 points on six six shots tells me a lot about mm-hmm. the efficiency of this team, the way the system is set up. Um, I, I love the fact that you got I me. Mean, C.J. Wilcher, 11 points on six shots. You have a lot of guys who are doing good work, yeoman's work with, with the shot selection and being able to finish. Is this a better finishing team than previous? Um, you know, I think finishing for, for sure. I think Derek has a really, really good feel now for the offense. Um, and I think he just has that confidence now. Um, and he's playing – uh, you know, he, he's maxing out right now. I can't wait for him to, to continue on to this season and to see what he does. But I, I feel like a lot of this uh, is because of Alonzo Verge. Um, I, I'm really excited with, with the Verge and Derek Walker tandem mm-hmm. um, because, you know, that middle ball screen the past two games, um, it's it's been phenomenal. I mean, Zoe just, I mean, he can just read. He just makes the great reads. And then, when Derek gets it, he makes an even better read, whether to finish or to kick to spray out. Um, and so these, these past couple games, they really haven't checked that middle ball screen, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're really not tagging that middle ball screen. And if you don't tag it, then it's going to be open every uh, – it's going to be a layup or, or a dunk for Derek every time. But once they do start sinking in, BP, to tag that dude, that's just going to open up our perimeter guys. We'll have Casey in one corner, CJ in the other corner, or Bryce in one corner, and uh, you know Keon in the other corner. So it's they're going to have to pick their poison. They're either going to have to tag Derek Walker on the roll, or not tag him and stay you know connected to the shooters on the perimeter. It's it's fascinating to watch Alonzo Verge in that space, and I'm glad these exhibitions were at home so that folks can get to know and see one he's not he's not taking the temperature in the room he's setting it and it's really good to have a point guard who is smart fast quick and tougher than expected talk to me about Verge. yeah no he's he's definitely been a big time different difference maker for us um, just because again going back to IQ he has one of the best fields that we've had so far uh, as far as, you know, being at that point guard position. And then add to that that his mid-range game as far as shooting the ball is exceptional. Then add to that his three-point shooting is going to be really, really well because I think uh, Coach Hoiberg just, you know, boosted his head with this confidence of of shooting that three ball. Um, And and he makes the Nets pop when, when he shoots it. So I think he just is such a big difference maker because, you know, he can score at all three levels and then his underrated vision that he hasn't really gotten to display 
Um, I think he really, I think that's something that he is really focused on displaying this year, letting, you know, NBA teams, uh, you know, European teams, letting these pro teams know that, hey, he is a real point guard. Like, he's a true point guard um, to the T, and he can distribute just as well as he can score. Yeah, I, I, anybody that's asked the question whether Alonzo Verge is a, is a professional point guard, true point guard, is missing it. They are missing it. I, I had to set some people straight yesterday as well because it was, well, it seems like Bryce doesn't play hard. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's, that's called smooth. There's certain, people, <laughs> right. Right, there's certain people that play at a different pace, different than everybody else. He just makes it look slower than it is. And that's, I right. think that, and I want, I, here's the thing. I want to give him credit because Bryce plays the cerebral game. As well as anybody on the floor. Like, he knows mm-hmm. where to be, when to be there, and what plays need to be made. Very true. Um, you're, I mean, you, could, you couldn't – I couldn't put it any better. Um, I have a my friend that I train, Alec Burks. You know, that was something that they said in his career early, you know, that it, it doesn't look like he plays hard. And the fact was that he's just smooth. He was just smooth. Yeah. He's playing hard, and, and that goes for most of the guys in, in the NBA. You know, guys, you know, a lot of people always think that these guys don't play hard. It's not that they're not playing hard. It's just that, for one, they're going against the best of the best, elite, elite, the best guys in the world. Mm-hmm. So things are going to make – things are going to look easy. <laughs> right. But, but it's also that these guys, you know, they're playing hard. They're just smooth. They're just really good, and, and, and they make everything look graceful when they do it. Um, and, I, and I would say that's the same thing with Bryce. He plays hard, um, and he just makes things look easier. So when, when he does do some of the things that he does, uh, you know, you, you sometimes, you know, thinking that, man, I, I feel like he should have done this, should have done that. But in reality, you know, he's just smooth. He just, he's just a smooth player. And I'm so happy that he had the game he did yesterday because that's only just going to add to his confidence. Uh, you know, I thought he took great shots. I think thought he had good shot selection. Uh, he had a couple bunnies where he probably should have dunked it, and he'll tell you that he should have dunked it Amen. or dunked it all on them, on them, dude. <laughs> Amen. But that's but that's part of you know growing and, and understanding. You know, you're up you're up another level. You know, you got to punch that thing on them, dude. So. He's getting it. He said it as soon as as soon as the game was over. He's like, man, I should have I should have been going to the rack harder. I should have dunked on the dude. So he sees it, and I, I'm just really excited for him because I I really enjoyed you know how he played, like you said, with that cerebralness, and and he does BP. He really does. He sees everything. You know, he hasn't really displayed. He, he's had some good passes, but he's such an underrated uh, passer, and that's a great way to describe his, his game. DP is just, he, he is, he's very cerebral and sees everything. You have eight days until Western Illinois next Tuesday. What are you guys doing? So, uh, we had a, a light practice today, cleaned up a few things. We'll be off tomorrow. Uh, get back at it, uh, the next couple of days and take another day off over, over the weekend. I'm not sure which one though. Um, and then uh, we'll get after it uh, Sunday, Monday, for sure. And um, we'll probably start going over, you know, Western Illinois stuff Saturday or, or Sunday. Uh, and, and then we're off to the races. We'll, we'll be ready to roll. But big thing for this week is just making sure these guys get some good recovery. Obviously, he had a lot yesterday, uh, tweak his ankle, so get him back healthy. Uh, you know, 
Kobe didn't play. He's got you know some back spasms going on right now, so get him back, get him back healthy. Uh, and so you know, the basic thing, basically, the basic things to do just this week is really just get healthy. Like, don't have any injuries. Um, stay locked in mentally, uh, and just build off of yesterday. It again, two great uh, exhibitions. Good to see folks are starting to get behind it, starting to get excited. Uh, it's going to be a fun team, that we know. Buzzy, thank you, kind sir, for joining me on a Monday. Appreciate you, brother. Um, I'll Appreciate talk to you, you. I'll talk to you tomorrow, you. man. Hey, man, it's what we do. Buzzy, that's Buzzy Carruthers, director, player development, Husker basketball. Toward the break, come back. Uh, we're going to have a special guest. Moose. Moose is mad fresh. Moose Morrison next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.